Ah, I see, I see. Alright, we're all here. What's up, dudes? We're recording. What up? Yo, yo. So we've got uh, Will Abercrombie, we've got Jackson Johan, and we've got Sergio Bresanio. What's up, guys? What's up? Well, we got Sir, Sir, we got Sergio over here looking like he's uh he's, he's about napping. to take a nap, laying down on his back, staring up at us like from his back. I was literally just taking a nap. That's all good. After this morning, bro, I need it, bro. I'm just... And I had wake up had like three calls in the middle of the night last night, bro. I didn't get no sleep. Are you were you at you were at the firehouse all night, or yeah. were you at your house and had to go over there? No, no, I sleep at the station. Yeah. Yeah. Sergio's all grown up, big boy job, fireman. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right, I got to pull up my list here real quick. So what we're going to do today, guys, um, similar to last night, we are going to go through the male top 20 predictions. Um, so last night we did it with Danielle and Allison and Zach. And like I said, today we've got Jackson, Will, and Sergio. We're also going to go over our predictions for the first three events as well. So we got a little bit to talk about. I think we should do the same exact thing we did last night and just start from uh, 20 and our work, work our way to number one. All right? And what we did was we just did like 20 through 16, so like right, five people good. at a Can time. Kind of breaking up, though. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to break it up five at a time. All right, so I'll go first. I got right off the bat, man. I think my first pick is a little bit controversial. So I've got the rookie Cole Grushaver at number 20. Um, I was at the semifinal that he competed at, and I was actually super impressed with him pretty much the entire weekend. I was uh, – Are you guys, can you guys all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Mine's breaking up a little bit, but I can hear you. Okay. Are you connected to the Wi-Fi? Yeah, I'm next to it. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I got to talk to his mom a little bit while we were there, and was kind of impressed about you know a little bit of his background. And I think uh, working with that proven group out there, um, he might turn some heads. So I think he might break that top twenty and make that cut. And number nineteen, I've got Willie Georges, another dude who's been around for a long time, and He's had some ups and downs, but that semifinal he crushed over there in Europe. So I think uh, if he can keep that momentum going, it'll carry him into that top 20. Uh, number 18, I've got Cole Sager. Um, you know, originally I didn't even have him in my top 20. I had um, somebody else. I won't name who it was, but last minute I subbed, subbed Cole in. I think Cole is one of those dudes that you can never sleep on. I personally am not like a huge Cole Sager fan, just cause. But he's always there, and um, you know he's still working with Comp Train. Um, he's got dad strength now, so I think he'll he'll pull it out and make that cut at 18. Um, number 17, I got Sam Quant. Uh, Sam is like a I get firecracker, right? You never really know what kind of what kind of sound you're gonna get with him. Um, but I feel like you can't count him out either, especially moving home, uh, being home with his family. It seems like he's a family guy and that environment out there is going to improve him well. So I'm going to put him in at 17 and then at number 16, I've got Jackson's guy, Noah Olson. I think, uh, I think Noah, 
I, super fit dude. I think at least after looking at the first three events, I think those three alone might hurt him quite a bit. So um, I've got him at number 16, and I mean, I hope he does better. I'm a Noah Olsen fan, but I, that's where I put him. All right, who wants next? I'll go. All right, go for it. All right, um, honestly, these last few, I didn't know some of the bottom guys, so I just kind of like put in who I liked on the bottom ones. Um, but for 20, I went Tim Paulson. Uh, he's the last chance qualifier. Um, he's made the game six straight years, and he's finished. He always finishes between 14th and 25th. So I put him in the 20 spot. I think he's a grinder, and uh, over a long weekend, um, I think he'll end up around that area. Uh, 19, I got Travis Mayer, who is at Training Think Tank still. I think that's right. Um, his best finish is 12th. Um, and he's qualified the last three years. I got him at 19. Uh, 18, I got Cole Sager. Uh, he finished 14th last year. Um, his best finish is fifth and worst is 20th. Uh, and this is his ninth straight year at the games. So, um, I look at him coming in around 18. I know he just had a family or a kid, and um, he's getting a little in age. So I don't, I don't see him getting anywhere inside the top 10, but I think he'll get inside the top 20. Um, 17, I got Willie Georges, uh, who won a semifinal. Um, I think he, uh, I think he was doing really well a few years ago, but I think he has some big shoulder injury or something. So That's I right. I think he's back from that. Um, so I look him to get around 17th. And then 16th, I got Sam Quant, who uh, finished second in 2020. And then um, for some 2021, I think he has some kind of disease or, or some kind of sickness or something. Um, and I think he was training with Ben Bergeron. And I think he's since left them. Um, which I think will help him because anybody that seems to go to Ben, honestly, they seem, they seem to get worse, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is that a, is that a popular right? or unpopular opinion, Chandler, right? Chandler Smith. Chandler yeah. Smith didn't even make it. That's so, right. Um, yeah, so I think he, I think he left them. I look, I look, uh, I think he'll get back on track. Um, yeah, that's twenty through sixteen. Yeah, I think one of my uh, my favorite stories that Matt Fraser ever said or told in a podcast that I listened to was when he was with comp train. What was it like back in 2016? He won his first games and they went back and kind of reassembled and have like a end of CrossFit games, like party ceremony, congratulations kind of thing as a comp train group. And Ben Bergeron kind of went around the circle and was talking about like, Hey, I'm proud of you for this. Um, you know, favorite moments of the games, basically. He came to the category of favorite moment of the game. And his favorite moment of the CrossFit games that Matt Fraser won was Cole Sager getting the, uh, the uh, what, 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 what was the award? Like the Spirit of the Games. Yeah, that's right. The Spirit of the Games Award, right? And that pissed Matt Fraser off so bad that he went back to his computer that night, pulled up the local cheerleading camp, 
and emailed it to Ben Bergeron and said, hey, man, if you want a bunch of fucking cheerleaders, go call these guys up. I'm out, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, how disrespectful. I mean, I mean, not a Matt Fraser, but a Ben Bergeron, not, you know? So I'm right there with you, man. Um, I think it's great. I think our, our five are pretty much the same. They're they're a little interchangeable, but we've pretty much got that bottom five the same. What about you, Jackson? I got Samuel Quant at 20th. Again, having second in 2020, not qualifying. But he's kind of like hit or miss, so him moving back is probably good. Uh, I put Colton Murray at 19th. <laughs> <laughs> really? No way, bro. No. As far as like the events that have come out so far, I think he'll do pretty well, especially with the gymnastics and the heavy barbell. He's pretty good. So I have a good feel. Pretty well. They say Colin Martin's dirty, bro. They say his anatomy holds him back. Is that what you tell your your buddy Scott Tetlow? <laughs> <laughs> when y'all are training, <laughs> y'all Scott, don't much. worry about it, man. It's your anatomy. <laughs> I give nothing but positive vibes around him. <laughs> at 18th, I put Andre Houdet. Okay, so that's who I originally had at 18. I had Andre yeah. Houdet. He had a good rookie year last year. I think he's just gonna follow it up this year. He's stupid. stupid. He's just getting. But I think he'll have again. At 17th, Alex Vigno. He's been on and off for the past couple of years, but I think just by the way he performed, that is he's going to do pretty well. And then, same with you, David. I put Noah at six. I think this is his trail, and I think he's, I don't know, he's getting old now. I think this is the end of it. Yeah, man, I think he's kind of preparing for the future, right? He's, like, getting married, and his Dude. wife has a career. Dude, he has a full-time career being a social media guy, and his YouTube channel is blowing up, so. I think he'll do this year and next year. He'll retire. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there. I don't like. I don't. I don't. Know, I don't like him on social media. I don't know about y'all. He's like one of the only dudes I unfollow. Nah, he's not. Uh, he's just. He's just not for me. What was that? Why am I blanking? Um, it looks. It just looks staged. Everything. The guy that uh, that fought Josh Bridges. Jacob Hebner. Ja oh, dude, I had to unfollow him a long time ago. Man, that guy's the worst. He's pretty bad too. Yeah. Um, Noah, I, Noah's cool though. I mean, when we, when I met him for the first time at Waterfall, he was like, he's, he's a cool dude. I've been with him for years. Like he's a super nice guy. I just feel like it's just a trail. I don't know. I feel like it's just a new generation sport now. Yeah, I agree. Zach or Jackson, are you connected to the internet? Yeah. Okay. All right, Serge, what do you got? So I got 20. I got, I got Tim Paulson for 20th. There we um, go. Yeah, I think he – I didn't have him at 20 at first, but after he did the last chance, because I didn't think he was going to make it out of the last chance, to be honest. But uh, he surprised me. He did really well. So I think 20th. I think he'll make the cut. Cause I know last year he didn't make the cut at all, I don't think. Um, 19th, I had Andre Houdet. Um, I just feel like he's more more in like in the mid-15 to 20 areas, but uh, he's looking pretty solid. So, 18th, I had – 18th, I actually had Yonikoski. Really? That's pretty low, right? Yeah. That's just – only reason, too, because, you know, he didn't make it out of his semifinal. And I know he had an injury last year coming back. He had shoulder surgery. So, I don't think he's 
I don't think he's there yet, you know? You know, he, like, if you look back at his past performances, he's always, like, first, second half his semifinal. And this year, he didn't even make it. He didn't He didn't qualify. But I, I think he's going to be, like, in that mid-range a little bit. So. Yeah, he's definitely a dude that I'm pulling for. I, I would love to see him have a good year. Yeah, I, I hope he proves me wrong. I think, but I don't know. He's looking too hot to me but yeah it's one of those things man especially you know if you're a year or two removed from a big surgery or an injury like that's always in the back of your head too so that could play into it yeah. uh 17th old morass um yeah he's always been around that area to me i think last year he came 20th so i think i think he'll be around there 16th i had travis mayer uh, and then, yeah, sixteen, yeah, fifteenth, and fifteen, I had Noah. Fifteen, you got Noah. So fifteen, Noah, sixteen, Travis. All right, so you got the training think tank crew right next to each other. Mm -hmm. You think Travis is gonna do it? I think so. They, did he make the cut last year? Yeah, he did. Yeah, Travis took eleventh or twelfth last year. Oh, okay. All right, all right. I had Noah. No one took ten. He took eleven. He took. I think he took twelve. Twelve. Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on. So I've got. We're gonna go fifteen through eleven. So at fifteen, I've got Alex Vigneault. Again, another OG. Well, I guess he's becoming an OG. He seems like he's been around for a while, and he seems like he's always that guy that everybody's talking about, and then he never quite lives up to it. So I'm hoping that this year is his year where he. I mean, even gets higher than 15. I would love to see it, but I feel like with this field, is if you get in the top 20, you you had a good year. Um, let's see. At number 14, I've got Janikowski. Uh, we know there's gonna be a big swimming event that he'll probably at least get top two in. So there's a lot of points right there on the board. And as long as he can keep up with some heavy shoulder to overheads, I don't know that 300 pounder shoulder to overhead. Like, that's, that's gonna be that's gonna be nasty. Yeah. Um and then number thirteen, I've got Gee. So wow. Gee was somebody was I wasn't really sure where to place him, right? Um he had a breakout year last year. He's you know, training over at Mayhem. Um I'm really just kind of you know, he had the semifinal in Brazil where he didn't really have much competition, so you couldn't really judge where he's at from that. So I felt like last year he's just like one of these guys who has a lot of potential. Um, but maybe not, I'm not saying he's immature, but he might not have the maturity yet to, or the, to get to that next level as far as combining his mental game and physical game. So I think he's got like all the assets to be one of the best crossfitters in the world, but I'd love to see how he pulls it together this year compared to last year. So until then I've got him, I've got him in at number 13 and right above him, I've got Spencer Pancheck at number 12, which I know is probably another big hot take. That is. Yeah, but I just I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think he's another guy that if you talk to, obviously his brothers aren't going to say anything bad about him, but I've heard in multiple podcasts with the three of them that, you know, Spencer's the most athletic one out of the three, and they've always said that he could just get to the game, so probably out. he's one of those that will outperform at the actual CrossFit games where there's the unknown and a lot of crazy objects to play with and 
different time domains rather than just like an inbox 12 minute AMRAP. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see what he does at the CrossFit Games. I've got him at, at number 12. He does share the same genetics as his brother. So <laughs> I, I've got faith in him. Um, and then at number 11, I've got Dallin Pepper. And uh, I think, I mean, he's another one of those guys that could definitely break the top 10. I think he's a, a man child. I think he's been around CrossFit for a long time. Obviously, he's done really well in the teen division. He's had the same coaches since he was like, what, 15 or 16. And that brute strength um, team seems to be like they got everything on point. So I expect him to do really well. And this is crazy. This men's field is so crazy. You really know, don't know what's going to happen. But I've got, I think he's safe at at least number 11. So that's where I put him. All right, what you got, Will? All right, uh, 15, I got Noah Olson. He's definitely fallen off the last few years or seems to have gotten worse. I wanted to put him outside the top 20, but he's – I mean, you got to give him credit. He's never finished outside the top 10 or at least in the last four or five years. Um, so I got him down at 15. 14, this is – y'all haven't said this name yet, so this is probably going to be uh, not a crowd favorite. Uh, I got Jason Hopper, 14. Um, second in semifinals. Uh, I mean, I feel like he could he could possibly crack the top 10 working with Frazier for, what, like eight months? Um, but what did he finish last year, 20th and 19th? 19th. Yeah, 19th. 19th. So, I think, I think another year under his belt and him being with Frazier, he'll at least move up a few spots. So, I got him at 14. Uh, 13, I got Koski, um, who qualified in the last chance qualifier. Um, I think he finished like six or six or seven the last two years. Um, so I got him at 13, 12, I got Alex Vignot, Vignot, um, who has finished uh, inside the top 12 three times. Um, I think he's been healthy for the first time in a couple years. Uh, so, or, well, I know he was hurt for the 19-20 season, and he finished, I think, eighth last year. Um, and then 11, I got Dylan Pepper, who is a rookie, but he won the 16 16- – and 17-year-old division twice. Um, and he didn't make it the last couple of years, but the I just feel like the guys feel they're, they're just not mature enough to make it at, like, 19, 20 years old like the girls are, you know? Right. Um, so you're not going to see any 19, 20-year-olds there. So he needed probably a couple of years from that 16 to 17-year-old division to mature out and – uh yeah, I got I got him at eleven. All right, sweet. I got Travis Mayer at fifteenth. I think he had a really good semi semi performance, and I've just been training with him for a while, so I feel like he's going to do pretty well. <laughs> Crouch at fourteenth. <14th. laughs> you made him better. Yeah, you know, <laughs> got to. <laughs> yeah, I got Jay Crouch at fourteenth, one of the Australian dudes who's on the come up. Y'all put. Way lower than I thought y'all were going to. I put him at 13th. Who? 
Cole Sager. Cole Sager, okay. Then I put Hopper at 12th. Just from training with him, me and Sergio train with him all the time. There would be a couple times where Sergio even squeaks him out. So he's definitely gotten better since last year working with Fraser. So I think he's going to be in 12th. And then I got Willie George is at 11th. He hasn't been to the game since what, 2018, 19? 18, yeah. And now I feel like he's finally healthy enough to do at least top 15, in my opinion. So that's 15 to 11. What you got, Serge? So we're we doing from 14th or 15th? 15th through 11. Oh, 15th through 11th? Okay. So 15th, I had Jason. So um, I, I was kind of, I, I wasn't sure where to put Jason, but I just put him 15th. So um, I think, I hope he proves me wrong. So I'd like to see him at least closer to top 10, but I have him at 15th. So talk real quick. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that, you and Jackson, because you guys do train with him quite a bit. So what kind of changes have you seen in the last year? I think his mental game is a little stronger this year. I remember I was talking to him last year, asking about last year, and he was like, he told me after like the second day, he was already checked out, like he wanted to go home already. So, and um, I asked him how he's feeling going in. He said he feels a lot better, like mentally. Mm-hmm. So I think his mental game is a little better. So I think that's why. I, he might be able to be push. He may have to push a little harder. He's definitely more trained with people this year than he was last year. Because I remember leading up games last year, he wouldn't work out with Taylor in case Taylor would beat him in workouts and it like mess with his confidence. Now, if there's workouts that me and Sergio are, could be close with him in or anything like that, he always texts us and asks us to hop in just to give him a push. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And if you beat him, he he won't talk to you. He'll walk away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Okay. Um. Did you did you go all the way to eleven? No, no. So Where are you at? That was fifteenth. I had Jason okay. at fifteenth. Okay. Fourteenth, I have Lazar Dukic. So um, I think I think some. I don't know. Like, I think definitely strength holds him back because he's not the strongest guy. But uh, he finished ninth last year, I believe. But looking at some of these workouts, it might be the first three. I don't know. Might knock him out a little. So I got him at 14th. 13th, I got Sam Quant. I think he's going to make a good comeback this year, you know. Um, and also, I'm rooting for him. I want him to come back ever since missing out last year. So he's looking he's looking more healthier than he was. So mm-hmm. I got him at 13th. 12th, I got Alex Vino. He was looking pretty good at his semis. So I think he'll definitely make a push up quick, close to top 10. And then 11th, I have Dallin Pepper. All right, cool. So we got the same number 11. Yeah. All right, sweet. So we're entering the bottom 10, or the top 10, I guess you should say. Um, so we'll go 10 through 6, and then starting at number 5, we'll just go one at a time. So at number 10, I've got Jason, Jason Hopper. Um, I definitely think he gets top 10 this year. Uh, I think he's, I think he's a little bit of a different person than he was last year. Uh, I think... 
you know, he was kind of thrown into a situation last year where, you know, nobody saw him coming, crushed it at that at the Mac. Everybody had super high, unrealistic expectations. And just imagine that happening, you know, within two months or a month and a half before you're supposed to compete at the CrossFit Games, right? And then you have all this social media thrown at you. You've got the, the buttery bros on your radar and all this stuff is happening. So I think now that he's got a year of that under his belt, just kind of handling his social media, handling um, people recognizing who he is and being able to train on top of that and then also adding Matt Fraser to to the mix and getting up there, you know, every other quite often and training with him and Mal. Um, I think that's going to help quite a bit. And then obviously training with y'all more um, and getting that push and also learning how to lose a little bit. Uh, I think that's going to help him too. Uh, so I've got him in at number 10. I really hope he does really well. I'm a huge fan. Um, number nine, I've got Jeff Adler. So he's one of those dudes where when I was watching semifinals this year, he was one of those dudes where I was like, whoa. This dude has made a big improvement. He looked better. Um, he's always, you know, the last several years, he's kind of been known as a strong guy. Um, has great lifting mechanics. But when it came to any type of um, cardiovascular-based workouts, maybe not so much at the top. Um, this year at semis, I mean, he crushed it. Obviously, he he did really good at Atlas Games. He won. He beat Pat Vellner. Um, he beat a guy on steroids. I mean, <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think he's going to do really well. Um, at number eight, I've got, uh, Lazar Dukic. Um, again, he's been with the mayhem group. I think this is year number two at mayhem and that those guys breed winners. So, um, he's Serbian Eastern Europeans are stupid strong and their mental game is super strong too. So, I'll uh I'll, I'll pick him at number eight, number seven. I've got Ricky Garrard. Um, I've always been a fan. Don't care about his past. Uh, I was a fan even when they announced he got dropped. Um, I would love to see him have an, an amazing comeback. Uh, I would love for to see him be a face of this sport again. And so I've got him at number seven. I think he's gonna crush that bike workout obviously. Um, we'll talk more about the workouts in a little bit here. Uh, number six, I've got BKG. And I had a really hard time leaving him out of the top five. But for some reason, it seems like there's always a workout in there where he gets middle of the pack and for it just keeps him from getting on that, you know, kind of getting that next. I know he's been on the podium before, but he's consistently in the top 10 every single year. So you've got to put them like smack dab in the middle, right at number six this year with this really competitive group. So yeah, that's my, that's my 10 through six. All right. My number 10 is uh, Jeff Adler. Um, he finished 13th last year, won the Atlas games. Um, I feel like he's in better shape, better position than he was last year. So I just bumped him up a few spots. Um, nine, I got Ricky Garrard. Um, he, uh, let's see, obviously he's coming off the four-year ban. Um, he, I think his first event was, live event was in Dubai, and I think he podiumed, I think he got third. Um, 
So I look for him to come back strong. Um, eight, I got Gee, uh, who's obviously really good with the barbell, and who's now with Mayhem. So I'm thinking if he can get his uh, work on the longer events and just not get smashed on those, he'll finish high enough in the other events to keep him inside the top ten. Um, seven... I got Saxton Panchet. Um, he finished fifth last year. Uh, he won his semifinal. Um, and I think he's with the, I think he's with the Proven Crew now. Yeah, that's right. Um, yes, uh, I got him in at seven. Uh, I got Lazar Duchix at six. Um, he won the Lowlands semifinal. Uh, and he beat BKG, which is no easy task. So, um, and I believe he joined, yeah, he's with the Mayhem crew as well. Uh, I got him at six. That's my 10 through six. Solid. I feel like me and Will are kind of on the same brain length, uh, wavelength. We, uh, we have similar, you know, each five is about similar, just different order. Just different spots. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. At, Number 10, I got Jeff Adler. After beating Vellner at his semi, I mean, that's no, that's no easy task to do as well. And he had a really strong performance, so I think he's going to take number 10th. Nine, I have Dallin. I've competed against Dallin three years ago when he was a teenager, and that kid is something else, man. That kid is a grown man now, so I think he's just going to do really well. I got Roman Krenikov at 8th after winning his Asia qual. Asia semifinal and finally being able to compete in person this year at the CrossFit Games after finally being able to get in the U.S. I think he's going to have a really good year. Seventh, I have Gee. You know, being with the Mayhem crew and that kid's a freak of nature with a barbell and I just, I think he's going to do really well. And then I got Ricky at sixth. With these, I just want Ricky to break the top ten and tell everybody when to shut up and like I'm back. I know? agree, man. I, I, I'd love to see it. And he's still, <laughs> what is he, 26? Dude, he's young. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. somewhere around there. Well, yeah. five, six years in the sport. So, yeah. I want Ricky to take top 10. And the kind, a kind of cool thing to look at it, maybe look at it this way too, is, you know, he's been out of the sport for four years. So that's four years of no wear and tear of competing either. So he's. He's got maybe even a little bit more mileage on his body than some of these other guys who have been competing, you know, at a high level at maybe three, four events a year. And he's working with underdogs. Yeah. So Justin Cotler is your coach. Yeah, dude, that guy's the man. All right, Serge, what you got? Number tenth, I got Roman. I got Roman Krennikov. So uh, I don't know a whole lot about Roman. I mean, I know he's pretty good. He's podium at multiple competitions so um i saw that he they think that he might come which i don't think he will but i think he'll at least kind of uh number nine i got uh i had a saxon so uh i think last year he took fifth he's i think he's always been a top 10 athlete but i don't know if he'll crack the top those top five this year. The stack looking pretty strong, so I have him for ninth. Let's see. 
eighth, I have. Sorry, guys. I can't find my list. Oh, eighth, I have DKG. So. I have him. I'm not. I mean, I think he'll do pretty well. Uh, I don't know if. Like you say, he's always been that top 10 athlete, but. I don't know. I'll see. I just want to see how he does as well. But then. Seventh. I have. I actually had Cole Sager for seventh. Really? I think he's going to make a comeback, bro. Really? Why? Man, if we look at – I know these past two seasons, he's been kind of, like, falling off a little bit. But, like, his other previous season, man, he was always, like, top ten. He's with Ben. Because huh? <laughs> he's with Ben. Is he still with Ben Bergeron? Yeah. yeah. I think that's what's holding him back now. Yeah, that's, yeah. Why he, that's why he ain't strong. Nobody there is strong. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had know, their uh will so for people that don't know will and his brother and another one of their friends owns uh crossfit fountain inn here in the upstate did y'all ever use comp train at your gym right when we started for like a month yeah it's all <laughs> cardio based there's no weightlifting at all there's none yeah that's why me and brent suck at snatching <laughs> <laughs> i hear that I guess that makes sense because Cole can't snatch, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, can't snatch or clean. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we, I think he's, done he, he's, right. he's done it before. I think he has the capability of doing it again. Yeah, he had it. He done it before, like five years ago. Oh man, I, we'll see. I, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. And six, I had Jeffrey Outler. I, I think I, that's a solid looking, pick. I think he's he's looking pretty good, and he beat Vellner at his semis. So I think he's, even though that doesn't mean nothing much, but still, like he's looking pretty, pretty solid this year. So I think he'll be close close to that top five at least. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I mean, I, I like I said, he's one of, he's probably one of two guys where I was like not prepared to see what I saw and was really impressed. And both of those guys are in my top ten. I haven't said the second one yet. All right, so we're at number five, and so we'll just go one at a time here. So my number five is uh, Brent Fikowski. So I think, man, this guy literally, his entire life revolves around preparing for this weekend. And I think when it comes to preparation for each individual event there's nobody like brent fikowski who can calculate what exactly he needs to do at every section of the workout so i think with obviously he's like the most consistent person maybe outside of justin Maderos in events at the crossfit games so i think he's gotta at least get top five um and again in any other year i would have him podium but just where we're at right now with this field I feel like I'm safe with him at number five. What you got, Will? Five, I got DKG. Um, he's finished uh, third, between third and eighth, seven times. Um, so I tried to figure out where to put him somewhere in there in that in that range. Uh, he did get second at his semis, but I just feel like he's one of those people that just kind of like peaked for this event. He wasn't. I feel like he knew he was going to qualify for that. 
or be in the top five. So um, I just feel like this is the time of year where he always peaks. So I got him at five. Cool. What do you got, Jackson? I got Lazar Dukic at number five. Wow, hot take. Like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> from, I mean, from taking top ten in your rookie year, moving down to mayhem, and then beating BKG, I, you got to put him somewhere in the top ten, in my opinion. So I got him at five. All right, I, I, I mean, fair enough Have you argument. Have BKG yet? No. Okay. All right, where you got Sergio? I got Gimaneros. Gimaneros, oh, man. Yeah. I only I say that too because based on the workouts, I, when the, all the workouts have released, I'll, I'll will decide if I think he'll take top five. He won three events last year, and if if it's like the same workouts program somewhat, if there's a lot of barbells, like I feel like that's where he makes up his ground because no one's gonna outlift him, no one's gonna move faster than him, and he like he's also a good sprinter too. So like, as long as these workouts are not crazy long endurance. I think he'll crack top five. Like that bike, I think the bike one is going to crush him because I know he, I don't think he can sustain that long, but I, I don't know. I think he'll. You five. guys can tell me what you think, but I feel like in this field of men, um, if you get out an event outside of the top maybe 12, you can kind of kiss your podium goodbye because there's going to be a, a bunch of guys who are going to be top 12 consistently. And so if you have one that you just completely bust and you're getting 30th something place, like you're I'm pretty sure you're not coming back from that because there's going to be a bunch of these guys, especially in the top 5 who are not going to do that at all. And it's hard to make up ground in points at that point. Elner does it every year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless I'm saying this is a completely different men's field. You've got a guy like Roman Krennikov in the field now. You've got Ricky back in the field. You And pretty much every single person that we've talked about so far, maybe minus like two of them, you know we know physically have improved since last year. So I don't know. I think this year is a completely different year. I think this is the most interesting year we've ever had. Um, at number four, I've got Roman Krennikov. I think he's a freak. I think uh, – they say he's 220 pounds now and hasn't lost a step in speed. Um, he's really strong. He's probably the best person next to – yeah, probably him and Jason are the best people on machines. So any machine work, um, he's most likely going to win, uh, depending on, I guess, what it's paired with. But still, um, I don't really see a downside on him. The only reason I put him at number four – is because this is his first CrossFit game. So this is the biggest stage he's ever been on, and we all know that the CrossFit game stage is completely different than any other stage. Um, and there's events at the CrossFit games that are completely different than any other semifinal or sanctional or off-scenes of an event like Wadapalooza. So that's the only reason I have him at number four, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a podium this year. But all right, so where you got, Will? Four, I got Brent Fiskowski, um, who obviously finished third last year. Uh, he won his semifinal at the Granite Games this year. Um, he's kind of like one. Of, he's kind of like BKG Pat Bellner. You just kind of, if he's in the field, you just kind of throw him in that top, you know, two to six range and just find a spot for him. Really, um, 
So, yeah, I went with him at four. Fair enough. I put Saxon Panchik at number four after winning his semifinal and moving to Proven, and he took fifth last year, so I think he's bound to take top five again. It looks really strong right now. So, so you got it. You got Saxon Panchik at number four. Is that what you just said? Yeah. All right. Cool. What you got, Serge? I got Mackenzie four. Who? Like he's always kind of a. He's always I'm, I don't know man. He's so close. He's always been around that forty merit. Some years he might forty him. Some years he he won't. But I just have him for four. So just I feel like. That's, I think that's where he's going to end up here. Did you say Fikowski? Yeah, I said Fikowski. Okay. All right, so this is probably the most controversial thing I'll ever say on, on the podcast. At number three, I've got Justin Medeiros. Um, in my mind... Hell no, bro. You thought that <laughs> Everybody's shaking their head. <laughs> I, I think Justin... I love the guy. I'm a huge Justin Madero's fan. Um, I would love to see him repeat. Uh, I just don't know that if I, – I don't know. I guess we'll know after this year if he's another Matt Fraser or Rich Froning. Um, but Matt Fraser or Rich Froning never had to compete in a field like this where there's guys that are really good at a lot of different things. Um. So I think this year, everybody's gunning for him. There's a lot of pressure on him. I think he's got a cool head about him, and I definitely think he could win the whole thing. But playing devil's advocate today, I've got him at number three, and I'm sticking at sticking to it. And I hope his mom still comes back on the podcast someday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you got, Will? All right, for number three, I got Roman Krunkos. I'm not sure how to say his last name. Um, this dude is a beast. I looked him up. Um, yeah, he was like, they had him between 220 and 230. And what? he's put on, apparently he's put on like 30 pounds, but like his gas tank is apparently where he's at. Where it's at. Um, he won Dubai beating BKG and Ricky Garrard by over 100 points. Um He's had five live events and won three of them. Um, and he won his semifinals. So I got him at three, and I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's just kind of like an unknown, I feel like. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly. I, mean, I just feel like he could win. Um, but I stuck him at three. Yeah, I think he's I think he's probably one of the most interesting people that we're going to see. I think he's going to get a lot more fans after this weekend. Yeah, 220, and they said it's like his gas tank in the longer workouts is what he's best at. Yeah, he's a freak, man. I And that's the thing that I've been saying like for the last six months. I really, really think just like every other sport, CrossFit's going to start trending towards bigger, faster, stronger, and taller. And I think I think Roman is another step towards that for sure. All right, where are you at, Jackson? I put BKG for number three. Okay. He's just – top 10 and he looks pretty solid at his semi and i think with the with the workouts that have come out i think he's gonna do pretty well so i got him at three yeah i don't i don't think you can go wrong with putting him anywhere in the top five what you got serge 
I got Ricky Garrard for three. Really? Hell yeah. I think he's good for you, right. man. I would like to see, honestly, I would like to see some like, uh, little, like, uh, how you say, battle against him and Donor. I know they're not probably not friends, but I think it would be crazy if he po- he took third and Donor took fourth. I think, but I don't think it'll happen, but I think that would be the most craziest thing ever. I think he's going to have to really stay in his lane for every single event because no matter who he lines up next to, that person's going to want to beat him, right? Yeah. Like, that's, they're like, oh, I'm next to Ricky. I got to beat this guy. So, um, I think, think if he podiums again this year, the last time he was at the games, he podiumed him, and now he's back clean this time, and he podiums is like, bro, like he's. Yeah, because I I posted this question the other day on our social media, and how did it go? It said, what would be a bigger storyline, Ricky Garrard winning the entire thing on the men's side or Tia losing on the women's side? And I feel like either way is a big storyline, but I feel, feel like if Ricky won the entire thing, that would be insane redemption. (laughs) <laughs> all right uh my number two is saxon panchik so saxon panchik and justin Medeiros went head to head in the open and justin you know got the best of him in that workout um saxon redid it and blew the time out of the water um saxon slipped slipped up a little bit in that in that head-to-head matchup so if it wasn't for that little slip up i think he might have would have taken him uh, Saxon Panchik looks like a completely different dude. He's the other dude that I was talking about. When you saw him compete, he just looked like a different person. Um, and the way he talked and the way he handled himself, um, the way he, he knows his strengths, he knows his weaknesses, so he knows when to push a workout and he knows when he's not going to win a workout. So he'll, you know, try to get that, that mid tier, you know, what he needs to do to, to stay in the hunt. So... I think he's learned a lot from Tia Clear Toomey this past year. They're obviously super tight. And, uh, you know, when Mike worked out with him over at the, with the Proving Group over in Nashville before semis, he said he was, you know, Saxon's a, a crazy beast. And uh, so I believe him. So I'm putting him at number two. All right, I got uh, Pat Vellner at number two. Um I almost stuck him at one, but I just uh, I feel like him and Medeiros are definitely the best two. With Roman being an outlier, just kind of like an unknown. Um, but yeah, if Vellner uh, if Vellner can get not have that one terrible event where he finishes like twenty fifth, um, then I definitely think he's got a chance to win. Um, I saw on his Instagram he's been swimming with uh, you know swimming's like his bad event or whatever. Um, he's been swimming with, with Ryan Lockney. So. Um, Make it swim all he wants, bro. He's still going to take like 30th. <laughs> 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 been, how long we'll see. Been we'll see. I mean, all he's got in a swimming <laughs> event, he just needs like a 15th. And it, then, he'll, I mean, he's really got a chance to win. Um, yeah, so I got Pat Vellner at, at uh, second. What did they say? I think, I think if he would have gotten 24th, in that swim event last year, he would have won the whole thing. Well, he he beat Medeiros in more events than Medeiros beat him last year. Right. He just had that one bad event. Right. So, 
Yeah, I, yeah, he could definitely win. Yeah, I got Pat Belmont too as well. I just don't think he has what it takes to beat Justin. He's just one of those guys that'll just have that huge mess and it's over. Over. Bro, bro, he took 35th on that swim event and still made a comeback. That's fucking crazy. It is. Yeah. yeah it's That's not going to happen this year, though. That's not going to happen. But it is in a pool this year. But that also plays a difference. Yeah. That is true. I am super interested to see what that event is be. I, I hope it's a sprint event. I would love for it to be like that run sprint event a few years ago where, you know, the top two guys move on to the next um, from each heat, move on to the next round until you get the, you know, the top guys. I think that would be fun. But, yeah, all right, let's take a – obviously, we all know who our number ones are. My number one is uh, Pat Vilner. Uh, I think he's due. I think it's time for him to win. I think it would be great for CrossFit if he won. Um, he's been a fan favorite for several years. He's a clean dude. People love him, family guy, career guy. Um, to win the games if he wins? What's that? He's the oldest guy to win the game. Yeah, I think so. He would? Yeah. Yeah. Games, or Frazier's last games, he was 30 or 29. Is Vellner 32? Yeah, I think he's 32-ish. Yeah, so that that's my pick for number one. I think he's going to put it all together this year, and I think he's going to take it. And y'all have – you have just everybody yeah. else has Justin Medeiros, right? Yeah, I got Yeah, Medeiros. I got Justin joining again. He just I just feel like somebody's gotta beat him. He hadn't lost since he lost the um at the Mac to Hopper. Uh nobody's he won the rogue, he won um he won the games last year. Um he's just the most I feel like he's the most consistent, but I don't think we'll see, but I don't think he's gonna be like a Frazier or Froning. Like it's gonna be close. He's not gonna be blowing people out. Right, that's the um, thing. I mean, he, he when you look at Fraser or Froning, like they had several event wins in across the games, right? Yeah, he's not like an event winner. He's right. just always like top ten every single event. Um, but yeah, so I think he's gonna win. But I feel like he can be beat for sure. Yeah, I agree. I think he's. I think he's definitely beatable. All right, let's take a look at these workouts that were released. So the first one we've got bike to work. For time, 75 toes to bar, 5-mile bike, 75 chest to bar pull-ups, 5-mile bike. All right, so we decided that we wanted to say who are – did we say top or who's going to win it or top three? I just do who's going to win it. All right, well, yeah, let's just do the – so I think in my mind this is Ricky Garrard's to lose. Um, He crushed the bike workout at his first CrossFit Games. He rides his bike everywhere he goes. Um, he basically, it sounds like he grew up on a bike, especially, uh, I think they said these are mountain bikes. So it's going to be interesting to see what kind of terrain they're on. Um, if it's any type of terrain other than, um, asphalt, I think, I think he takes this one easily. He's got his core, his midsection is insane. I don't think he's going to have any issues with the bar work or the gymnastics at all. So that's my pick for this one. I took him as well. I picked Ricky. I remember him. The first time I ever remember even seeing him was that bike workout. I guess it was five years ago now where he crushed everyone. Um, so yeah, I chose Ricky on that one as well. 
Yeah, I chose Ricky as well. <laughs> <laughs> I almost chose Ko- uh, Koski. He's good on the yeah, I was between and- I was between Ricky and Koski. Koski's well, he was. I think it all depends on Koski's shoulder, how it holds up. That's a lot of shoulder right there with 75 chest to bar and 75 uh, toes to bar. So. I look back at that cycle cross, and that was 2017, and Koski took third on that workout. So Didn't Fraser take second? Uh, I'm pretty sure he did. Let me check. Which is insane. Yeah, Fraser took second. That's yeah. insane, too. Yep. All right, so the the second workout is called shuttle to overhead. So from zero to two minutes, you run 400 meters and you do max jerks. The jerks are at 300 pounds, and you rest a minute. Um, then you got individual, huh? That workout three individual scores or just one whole like the total time for all three runs is one score, and then max number of jerks for all three is another score. Oh, okay. So basically, the the time domain for each section of the workout increases by one minute. So the first round's two minutes, second round's three minutes, third round is four minutes. Um, and like they said, it's a the total time of the running is one score, total number of jerks is the second score. So, and do th- then do those scores combine for a final score, or are they two s- completely separately scored events? So it's basically two, two events. Two, yeah, two separate scores. So each per okay. So they're two separate events. Each worth a hundred, yeah. All right. So I think for the shoulder to overhead, man. See, this is tough because you never know what's gonna happen. You're gonna be so winded. It's not like you're fresh stepping up to a bar. So like naturally, you'd say Gee is gonna win the shoulder to overhead. But after sprinting, I don't know. Does he take his? Is it one of the? Is it one of these events where you kind of? pick one or the other, or are you trying to get as best as you can for both of them? What do you guys think? I feel like you have to do both. You can't lose one, take dead last, and win the other. Right. Or, like, you, you just okay. try to go know. mid-pack for one and try to win the other. Or what do you, you think you try to win both of these? Well, I think I think for Guy, he's, he's good at both. The, he's good at both these movements. So I think for him, he's going to try to do well in both of them. Um, I can see somebody that's, like, not a good runner – but like really strong shoulder to overhead, they might take the running off and they could possibly beat him in the shoulder to overhead for that reason. But I think somebody like Gee's going to try to win. He's going to try to do good in both of them. Yeah. I think also, you know, something like this, it's not one lift either, right? Like it's a, there's going to be muscle fatigue. It's, uh, you know, time under, under tension too. So I don't know. My pick for, for the, Shoulder, the jerk is going to be Jeff Adler for the jerk. Um, for the run, I'm going to pick uh, I'm gonna pick Ricky again. Yeah, I was about to say, for the run, I'll pick Ricky. But for the jerks, I'm picking Tim Paulson. Tim Paulson's got a – if you ever watch that man clean jerk, he can't clean, but that man can jerk so much more. And it's from the jerk block, so you don't have to clean it. Right. Is uh-huh. like, <laughs> Imagine they had a clean that. But that'd be so many miscleans, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That would make it almost unenjoyable, unenjoyable to watch. I feel like if it was a clean, I feel like it's gonna be super awesome to watch because it can literally get right underneath there, get set, and start pushing. My guess is either Gee, Tim Paulson, or Will Morad. Those are my three for that for the shouldered overhead. Well, and you then, said you said Tim Paulson, so yeah, for the run, I'm going Ricky. Okay, yep. What you got, Serge? 
I think I want to go with Guy to win it. I think Tim Paulson could crack a top five maybe in that in that event. Um. So which yeah. part do you th- you think Guy's going to win both of the parts, both parts? Yeah, I think he's going to win both of the parts. Okay. I think. I think. Like I think Tim will take at least top five. I think Ricky will. I think he'll take a top five in the run, but I don't. He's probably bottom half in the. Jets. I don't know, man, because when you look at that run, you start with a four hundred. So these dudes are gonna be sprinting their asses off in that first round. The last oh. round is an eight hundred meter run. That's gonna hit them like a bag of dicks in the face. Yeah, you can't you can't sprint eight hundred all out and then try to go jerk three hundred. Yeah, know. it's. I mean that that last eight hundred yeah, is gonna right. hurt really bad. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm at with Gee because I just don't think he's got. Uh, it's always been a stamina thing for him, and once we hit that 800, it's gonna be a stamina thing. Yeah, I don't think um, I don't think anybody's gonna win both for sure. I got Gee on the jerks, and I got BKG on the sprint. Um, uh, BKG won the sprint event last year, I think. Uh, Is it a continuous clock, like no rest, just? No, there's rest. There's a minute rest there's in between a... each round. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, the first round, there's a one-minute rest. The second round, there's two minutes rest. Yeah, so there's one-minute rest and then two minutes rest. Yeah, and I feel like for Gee, like, he's got a chance to win the jerk, so I feel like he's not going to, like, go 100% on the run, and I feel like BKG knows he's not going to win the jerk, so he can just flat-out kill the run and, you know, do what he can on the jerks. Yeah, another one, I think, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see what Roman Krennikov does with this one, too. Because not only is he fast, he's strong, and he's got stamina, so if anybody could win both of them, it might be him. I got him winning the next one. All right, so the next one we've got... Hey, hold up. They got jerk blocks for Colt Murray's, bro? And then, <laughs> they probably got to customize them, them jerk blocks. Like, bro doesn't... Man. I this, <laughs> they, I just, they just got to put some... Uh, Put some uh, uh, box jumps up on the 30-inch box. It should be good. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> let's do the capital. Um, so the capital is for time. 20 pig flips, three-and-a-half-mile run, 200-meter jerry bag carry, 200-meter Husafel carry. That looks nasty. Yeah. That shit looks terrible, dude. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of the people that um, that uh, did it, like, for practice or whatever, um, yeah, they were saying the bag was, like, awful. They said if anybody could go, no, go unbroken without dropping the bag, they were just going to, like, all quit CrossFit. <laughs> um, that, uh, yeah. I don't think anyone goes unbroken with that 200-pound bag. I think it might be up some stairs, too. 200 meters? 200 meters. 200 meters? Yeah. 200 pounds? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even want to go. I don't even want to go to the CrossFit Games, man. That sounds painful, right? All right. So, we all, Will said he's going to pick Roman Krennikov for that one. I feel like that's a super solid pick. Um, I think. I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with Pat Vellner with this one. Um, he crushed that workout last year where they had to do the, 
uh, burpees mm-hmm. over the hay bales, and then they did the yoke carry. Um, I don't. These obviously aren't super similar, but they used the that Husafel bag in the, the workout with the ski, the rope climbs, and the carry with the bag. That's right. That's right. I think Vellner won that one too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick uh, Pat Vellner for this one. I'm going Brent. I think he's just gonna. I don't know. I think he's just gonna out Vellner on that Jerry Cannon Husafel carry. It's going to be interesting to see, like, who comes into the stadium first after that three-and-a-half-mile run and who actually ends up winning. Because I don't think it's going to – I don't think the first person coming into that stadium ends up winning. Not a chance. Yeah. No. It's going to come down in the bags for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Serge, did you pick yet? Yeah, I don't know, dude. That's a tough one. I'm either between – Maybe between Justin or Vellner on that one. Yeah. 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 And you, who did you say, Jackson? I said Brent Fikowski. Brent Fikowski. Yeah, I mean, all, yeah, all solid picks. Um, Jackson, Jackson, I'll take Roman versus Fikowski for uh, C4. I'm down. <laughs> I love it. All right. So I feel like overall our lists were were pretty similar as far as going five by five by five. It's maybe a little bit of a different order, but at the end of the day, we were all kind of on the same page, except for a few people. Um, Cole Sager was an outlier. Um, I think Spencer Panchik was an outlier, and Saxon Panchik was in the top six. I obviously had him the highest, but outside of that, it seemed like we were all pretty on point. You guys all think Gee's going to get higher than I think. Um, I just have to see him get through, what is it, like 13 events or whatever it is? How many events? Are, 12, of, yeah, 13 events. I was the only person that put Colton in my top 20. <laughs> I mean, if he, if he makes it, man, that'd be amazing, right? Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm excited, man. I think uh, I think both sides, the women's and the, <laughs> the men's field, is going to be fun to watch. But especially this men's field, it's just, I really, outside, that Top 15 is, I mean, I feel like anybody could get top 10 in, on any given day. So I don't think there's like a clear cut winner at all for the men's side. So, yeah, I agree. So we'll see, man. All right, guys. Uh, anything else you guys want to say before we wrap it up? Is Sergio in the middle of a sneeze where it froze? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what you're doing, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There's a big old delay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for guys. Thanks for joining us last minute. I'm gonna get this posted. Um, we'll see what happens. You guys want to lay down a bet for? Uh, you guys want to lay down a bet for who's who's uh, top twenty gets first? Yeah, we're just going like num. I mean, how you just however many people in the top twenty you got right? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Let's 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 do it that way. That's the easiest. Okay. Uh, let's do um. Well, Jackson, what do you think, bud? I said we can just do it for a C4. Me and you are already doing a bet for money and a thousand cows on a machine, so I don't know if I want to do it anymore. That's but true. Thousand. Yeah, we did that. Uh, the uh, we did that lawn chair leaderboarding thing. Yeah. And Mike said that whoever loses has to do a thousand cows on a machine. 
Didn't say how fast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to let you guys get out of here. But thanks for joining me. Um, I'll get this posted. Uh, you guys get that C4 ready. All right. All right. <laughs> All right see y'all. See you. All right.